Hi, I'm Justin. I'm Josh. And I'm Austin. Hey, have you guys seen Con Air? Because that means I get to watch it again. Yeah, this is a fun one. I, I mean, paid, I know... I paid money I mean, to rent this one I, in HD. I can watch any movie I want at any time. But, you know, this is a reason to watch movies. <laughs> this is another reason to watch movies. I mean, it's a 90s movie, right? So 93. I assume we have to have some kind of reason to go back and watch something like this. Uh, 90s is the elevator meeting, right? Or is that the 80s? That's the 80s. We have not done a 90s. Have we not movie. done 90s? Pizza, pizza place? Pizza, pizza place. place. I don't think they have executive business meetings and pizza places in the nineties. I can tell you, I spent most of my time in the nineties in like the McDonald's play. No, no, no. And I, well, we could do that. Some kind of restaurant, a high end restaurant. Yeah, but I was a child. Everybody was eating. To out be in the clear, 90s. <laughs> and Applebee's. Yeah, Applebee's. That's, that's good. <laughs> no, because then they'll try and sponsor us, and I don't want that. I'll. I'll take it. No, they're just going to send you gift certificates. <laughs> and then you got to go to Applebee's. Free fruits, free food. All right. <laughs> so what's your, what's your, what's your pitch? Con Air. I mean, it's Con Air. Even I've heard of Con Air. That's surprising. Uh, I don't know You guys know want an appetizer much. before we get started? No. <laughs> mozzarella sticks. <laughs> I'm going to get a margarita. They might be warm through. <laughs> are you, uh, are you serving beverages on this flight? That's where it'll be. It's uh, it's on a plane. <laughs> they have business meetings on planes. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I I don't know much. I know that it's about convicts on an airplane. Uh, I don't know much more than that. Uh, I assume since air the title, it's not going to be like a lost situation where the plane crashes and they're stuck in some a situation. Not an eye, and it's going to be a closed room. Closed room. Okay, so it takes place entirely on the plane. So more serious than maybe not at the beginning. They probably get on the plane, but like normally, no, there's a setup on the plane. There's a setup, but most of it is like a closed. Oh, I love a closed. Yeah. Set story. I assume it's a closed room movie. Normally, I wouldn't say no to an appetizer, but I have a feeling of what was about to come, and it was going to be an impression of who's in this movie, right? (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. What's the appetizer? Sorry. Huh? What, what? Uh, I was just wondering if you guys wanted to get app. We're at Applebee's. That's what I thought we were on a plane. <laughs> we're all You're over the You're the one who said that we were on a plane. We said Applebee's. <laughs> okay, we're at Applebee's. I'm a high-powered business executive. I don't have time to know where I am. <laughs> it's what we call business. How about pressure. we're at an Applebee's at the airport? Ooh. <laughs> Compromise. Sure. Diarrhea City. <laughs> 
They probably had Applebee's. This is wherever you do. buy the drinks because they're way more expensive on the flight. They're still expensive here, but you can get like a, a pitcher of margaritas yeah. like you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't do that on the plane. Right. <laughs> so, what's the main crux? God, do you know I, who's in this? No. Oh, good. Closed room drama. I'm sure I know, like, I'm sure all have heard of the actors. But There are like, a lot of actors. Yeah, I, it's, it's going to be some convicts versus security staff or... Or people are going to die. Maybe the plane crashes. I'm not expecting some kind of philosophical, like, we learn about all the convicts and they're all actually good people or, or, or like, you know, something. This is our first yeah. movie with It's going to be like Snakes too. on a Plane, but with convicts. I went through it and I, I was, like, picking them off the list and I was like, we haven't done a single one with any of them. Really? Yeah. A lot of famous Maybe people. Maybe I won't have heard of any of them. Uh, you will. You'll, they're, they're pretty, pretty famous. Okay. Should we get started? Yeah. Shall we buckle in? I mean, it, that's up. why I thought we were on a plane, because it's con air. Should we <laughs> buckle up, strap on, strap in? That's why I didn't want to be on a plane. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, he knows it's on a plane. That's the one thing he knows. Well, yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> no, add it's some a, variety. It's a system of punishment <laughs> in which they launch uh, fugitives using catapults. <laughs> it's called con, con air. <laughs> no, I don't want to... Don't give me the shit. I mean, not to joke about corporal punishment know, or anything, but that I want to see. If I didn't know about this movie, I would think it's about, like, people conning people. Like, wait, like staff on an airplane, like, conning, like, passengers out of, like, something. Okay. Or something. So, so they knock out the crew before the flight and pose as flight attendants. No, like... Oh, they, I thought you were going to say... Instead was... of, like, scams, like, you know, oh, donate to this thing, but they actually keep the money. I, I thought you were going okay. to say it was like a fake airline. Like pre-9-11 when you'd see a bunch of Harry Krishna at the airport. Oh, like some, some entrepreneurs start up an airline just to con people out of their money. Yeah. Oh, fake like, fake airline. like yeah. Trump Airlines or Playboy Airlines like everyone has ever done. Yeah. Virgin Spirit. Airlines. <laughs> Southwest. You, oh, real. United. <laughs> yeah, but they all conned up an airline to scam people. <laughs> This is a documentary on the airline industry after the fall of Pan Am. <laughs> oh, I'd be Please, excited to watch yeah. that, too. I love that story. All I right. hope this is turn off my brain action movie, but, you know, we'll see. All right. Or violence drama, you know. We'll see who you're rooting for by the end of it. Probably the end of the movie, but we'll see. <laughs> Here we go. We got two glowing reviews already, so yeah, maybe it'll be good. I haven't seen it since it it's came out. It's been a long time. Really? I remember oh, okay. loving it. I saw this on VHS when it first came out. Huh. Yeah, I didn't see this in theaters. This was definitely... Was it played on TV? I think oh, I remember yeah. watching this it. This was on. a oh, TNT weekend movie all the time. Because... I feel like I've seen this a no lot. No spoilers, but when you inject kid, commercials into this every 22 minutes, it's, it's like a four-hour four movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to get to it. Con Air. Sorry for the long takeoff. Uh-huh. We'll uh, get you arriving shortly at your destination. This is Fapcheck Airlines. Hopefully we'll have a, a no turbulence and we'll have a smooth landing. Well, I mean, I hope there's turbulence because on our airlines, instead of an oxygen mask popping down, a flashlight pops down. It's Fapcheck Airlines. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you... Uh, never mind. We already said strap on, strap in. So, we got it. To live without you, what kind of life would that be? Oh, I, I need. 
introducing Austin. Oh, have you heard about what they say? He robbed like 12 ice cream trucks and turned over a library one time. Introducing Justin. <laughs> Justin. He he uh, once went, once took over an entire air airport and uh Launched a bunch of planes into. Uh, that was bad. Never mind. <laughs> Josh, you checked out too many library books and never returned any of them. <laughs> Back to another character played by Austin because it's just gonna go on for forty-five minutes before we get to any plot. <laughs> We're back after seeing Con Air featuring a hundred people. Oh my god! And, and they like all people. are like. People talk about how Suicide Squad was just introductions, dumb introductions for too long. It has nothing on this movie. Oh my god! Halfway through the movie, they introduced Steve Buscemi. They have this movie loves introductions so much that they have. Like, three separate scenes where it's like, here's this person, and there's their stats. It's like, and, okay, wow. And I like how it's more uh, diagenic, kind of, than Suicide Squad. Instead of putting, like, text on the screen. Right. It's, it's always people... some dude whispering to another dude, like, hey, you hear about that guy? Oh, man. He committed he... double murder. That guy committed triple murder. Yeah, well, this guy kills babies and puts them on sandwiches and uses marshmallow fluff between it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, how dark can we get? It's like, this is this movie is just Michael Bay and Jerry Bruckheimer in a room on coke, just, like, trying to outgross each other of what these prisoners have done in the past. But yeah, like I said... Was it Michael Bay? No. Oh, okay. This movie's got, like, everyone. It's got... Everyone. It's got, uh... Steve Buscemi, Jenny Trejo, Dave Chappelle, Bing Rames, John Malkovich... It's the Smash Nicholas Cage. action movies. <laughs> it's the Expendables, but for oh action Oh my god. <laughs> for character actors. <laughs> so many people. John so, Cusack. Let's crazy. just get it out of the way. It starts off, Nick Cage is returning from serving time as a army ranger. And they go to this, like, it's like a weird beachfront oil derrick bullshit town. This movie makes no sense from the get-go. There's so many fucking plot holes. From the get-go. But makes he needs no a, sense. his wife at a bar. She's like, hey, I'm pregnant. He's like, whoa. Is this literally the day cool. he got back from the army? Oh, yeah. He, like, runs up there in uniform. He the got she a taxi. He was only out for a couple months. It's oh. <laughs> I don't know, because he she's definitely pregnant, right? He goes and he like leans in and yeah, listens to her belly. That's that joke I made where she's like, "What if she?" I keep telling you, I'm not pregnant. I'm gonna put a baby in here. <laughs> he, I don't know, because there's these jerks at the he, bar. She was, she was pregnant. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, I want to sleep with her." Yeah, she's sexy. This is a thing that happens in movies that I don't understand, where like a group of guys hit on a lady. Like, and what? Maybe they're, like, trying to one-up each other. Okay, this is confusing, too, because they haven't moved in until Nick Cage comes in, standing all tall 
in military regalia with his badges on, and then they're like, they were looking now for a fight. Now's the time to move in. Yeah, they're looking for a fight. Yeah, and they, go, they were all drunk, but they go about it in such a weird way because their first insult is to take money and throw it at him <laughs> and be like, "Buy yourselves around on me." And it's like, well, you ever had someone okay. throw money at you? It is pretty insulting. <laughs> no. <laughs> But depending on how much it is, it depends. The smaller on how much the insult. denomination, yeah, the, the more, more insulting. Oh, or is it opposite? No, like they take a crumpled one hundred and just <laughs> fucking chuck I, it in your face. I'd take that. <laughs> if someone threw a quarter at me, I'd be pissed. Okay, or a nickel. <laughs> Nickels are heavy. Yeah, you take the quarter. Yeah, <laughs> take what I can get. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, you guys should fuck off." And his his wife's. Oh, like No, he's hey. way too good to say fuck. I know. But his wife's like, why'd you get so aggravated? I thought the army would calm you down. <laughs> There's a lot. He didn't even get that aggravated. He's the most mellow action oh, oh my god. But seen. also, she thought the army would calm him down. Yeah. <laughs> Rangers. Right. If you're a type of person that gets sent to the military because you're like... Too aggro. Too aggro. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds like the start of like... Uh, of uh, violence, like a oh. like a serial murderer podcast investigation or something. <laughs> um, he went to the army, but he was too violent. <laughs> <laughs> no, we listen to the true crime podcast, and everybody who goes into the military who turns out to be a serial killer is like, I stayed in my bunk the whole time because everybody was mean to me and made fun of my granny panties, <laughs> like. But yeah, it, I mean, both can be a problem. Over-violence, uh, coward, uh, whatever. <laughs> he gets back, they're waiting for him outside. Hours later, they've been drinking in the rain. And now they're like, hey, we're gonna fight you. He's like, no, please don't, and steps into the middle of all Oh my god, he like intentionally gets in between all three of them. Pro tip, don't get in the middle of a group of people that are trying to fight you. When this starts... He's in his car he with like his wife. He, like, gets out and goes over to them. They're behind Please the chain link fence when this starts. Get in your car, get in reverse, and go. They can't touch you. Lock the doors. Fuck them. You're good. But he's like, no, too late. And still, it's three on one. And if you're going to confront them, don't just go quick. stand there with your hands to your side and literally walk in the middle of them. popped in the back of the head. Somebody takes out his knee. Somebody else kicks him in the ribs, and this is when he's like, Ranger training initiate! Yeah, you gotta show he's a badass. Because he's like, bang, one of them's dick punched. Boom, the other's dick punched. And he goes for the third, and he's like, whoops, I missed his dick. And the guy pulls out a switchblade, which at this point, who fucking cares? He pulled out a knife. Pull a knife on you. Yeah, this is a man who takes a bullet in the arm later and doesn't flinch. And, uh... Just grab that shit with your teeth. (laughs) He, like... Hits this guy in the face. And this was the whole 90s thing of, I'm sure you heard it on the playground. You can hit somebody like... So upward. hard in the nose, up where it'll launch their... Bone into their, bone into their brain. brain. Yeah, yeah. And so they used this in a movie. And they he kills he him. palm strikes somebody in the nose. And the dude's eyes just go crooked. And the music changes. And he's like, whoops. You killed him. I fucked up. You killed him, man. I'm like, yeah, he pulled a knife on me and tried to it attack was, my first pregnant wife. There were so wife. many witnesses. It was three on one. 
in the dark. Like right after that happens, I'm wearing a military uniform. He tore off his badges. (laughs) And this is in a state with both boats and oil, and you're telling me he doesn't have the right to just shoot him in the face? (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) So he's in he's in court. And he's he just gets arrested. He's out of his military regalia. Don't go to court outside of your official uniform. Yeah, that's the one. That's if there's ever a time to play that up, play it up. He goes in khakis and a button up, and the judge is like, "Because of your service in the armed forces, and you are a killing machine trained by this nation, we hold you to a higher standard." It was a three-on-one fight, but yes, you should be able to take 72 men, each of them with a switchblade, and not kill a single one. Your fingers are lethal weapons. Yeah, they pull that bullshit, and he's like, prison it is. Clack. Only like like, five years, though. We could have just... Well, he got parole. He probably got sentenced to like 15 and got parole. Yeah. That's how that shit works. Oh, my. That... I don't think that would have happened. Just putting that out there. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about parole in general. Oh, no. no I'm talking about the whole premise. Yeah. No. You edited That's what I'm saying. This movie, this movie make, should not have happened. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Many times. It's a very elaborate setup to make him a good as guy. good as you possibly can get. Right. Like, they need to show you that he was... He's still a good he, guy. He was just defending himself. Like, uh, but it was so far to the point where, like... Why did this even happen? Like, he would, there's no way he would have gotten convicted. It was to polarize it so much to one side that every other convict gets demonized. I mean, of course. All of them deserve to die. Even his, like, Except his friend. you know, no, I, I don't just, think you could have. I think that arguably it would have made the movie better if he was closer to he was being a scumbag with the rest of them. Oh yeah, but he has like, like if he was if he was like a scumbag. Oh, you mean now that we know how to make good movies? Yeah. <laughs> like it would have been better if he like accidentally killed someone, but he was a criminal or something. Yeah, or he just got out of the army. And he, like, bought a new car with his, like, GI Bill or whatever and was driving drunk and hit somebody. Something like like that, yeah. He overreacts and, like, kills a guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're in the bar and somebody, like, says something that pisses him off. He throws Penny at him and he just, like, snaps his neck. And the jukebox, like, skips and it makes, like, a blap, like, an explosion sound. And then we see a flashback or something. And he just, like, takes the pool cue and, like, shoves it through a guy's chest. (laughs) Right. Like... Make it more believable. He's the army terminator. Hey, if that's what you want to make him, which they do later, make it that <laughs> then, in the beginning. Well, yeah, it would have been much more interesting. He's just so bland. Yeah. His, his name's Cameron Poe. He's very boring. Why would he tell the bad guys his real name? When they ask it. No one has any evidence like, on him. Because he's like, he's an honest fault. That's scary. We see him in prison. All he's doing is push-ups, pull-ups... Reading, reading bad letters from his He's daughter. exercising his body. Oh my god, his brain. these letters to his daughter. And back. And back. Uh, at one point, she just writes a letter that says, Are you ever going to come home, Dad? <laughs> when are you coming home from prison? <laughs> you know, I was taking these letters to my show and tell class in kindergarten, but the teacher told me not to anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so he's been in six, seven years. Whenever uh, kindergarten starts. Um, he's been keeping up, like he said, constant contact with his daughter. And made friend with his This self, montage of prison, oh my god. Why? First of all, why are they letting the keep riot? his hair long? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The riot's fun. Because it's one of those scenes like in The Simpsons where Dredrick Tatum's just sitting there watching TV and the riot's going on. And he's like, 
shut up. And everybody stops rioting. Because he's just there, like, studying Nietzsche or something in bed. And everybody's rioting and there's cops getting killed behind him. This movie just makes it to where it looks like all, like, criminals... Are either are monsters are ju- are just like masterminds masterminds plotting ways to es- like every single one <laughs> yeah and that's why they had to push it so far to one side to make him like a saint. How many people were in this original team on the original Con Air? No, there was idea. Dave Chappelle. There was uh, well, we'll we'll talk about this one. Okay, so he, he, he has a letter of parole. They never... There's no exposition in this movie. Thumbs up for that. There's no one except for the intro, like, saying when they introduce people, like, oh, that's so-and-so, and he did this. But, like, there's no parole hearing. There's nobody, like, and then this is going to happen, and this is why this happened, and this happened. We all kind of... It shows, not tells. We get to see it happening. Because we see his parole letter. And there's a lot of telling. You're right. They it's tell a two. lot of backstory. It is over an hour, almost. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of backstory, but I don't know. When I think of exposition, it's like in the moment, like telling us, like right. It's not like an exposition dump. It's like here's this person. They've done this. It was succinct. Welcome to it. Yeah, and then they're just part of the party. Um, yeah. So he's free, and he's out of the supermax prison they put him in for getting in a bar fight. Protecting his wife, and they're gonna not put him on a bus, not a train, not a plane, but a super plane. Yeah, yeah. Where the, I don't know where the fuck he in prison. They're gonna fly. They're transporting back. him with like all of the worst criminals in the world. The ones the Justice League have quarantined. Yeah. Like what? Oh, I guess what's Marvel's Arkham? Like. DC Universe has the Arkham. It's very much like Meanwhile at the Legion of Doom. Exactly. All these guys are there. The Legion of Doom might be it. (laughs) Because every single one of them... That's DC. That's DC. No, I thought... Legion of Doom? Oh, I was thinking... uh, That's the Justice League. I was thinking Doctor Doom, and that's the Fantastic Four, which is Marvel. I'm not that well... The the mainstream ones. Uh, So, this plane is straight out of a sci-fi movie. Everything inside is made out of cold. Why fucking do steel. they have a pris- like a like a prison transport have a weapons cache? They said some one line about it when they're those guys are arguing, but I don't remember what the excuse was. So at this point, we're only about twenty two minutes into the movie. We have to introduce way more people. John Cusack is all of a sudden there. He's in a suit that's so big because it's the nineties. The guy from Star Trek. The guy from Star Trek McCoy. Yeah. Yeah. He's there, and he's a DEA agent, and he's a complete dick, and he doesn't get along because they're from different agencies. They scream at each other this entire fucking movie. (laughs) You're going to get out of my jurisdiction. Well, this is my jurisdiction. I'm going to take my jurisdiction and shove it up your jurisdiction's ass. Even when John Cusack (laughs) is talking to his assistant, who's like an unnamed woman in the DEA, or I don't know, what agency is John Cusack in? He's He's an air marshal. Okay, he's constantly yelling at her, too, and he's just like, this is a well-oiled machine. It's gonna work very perfectly. They're angry cops, man. All the time. They gotta yell. Before anything goes wrong. There's That's a... how you get stuff done, is you yell at people. <laughs> That's what cops have learned. <laughs> Nick Cage is on this plane, but also an undercover DEA agent. Oh, God. oh yeah. There's this other thing that happens in the beginning of the movie that doesn't really matter. <laughs> Where 
they, oh yeah, <laughs> it does it, does it. <laughs> where they set up a guy. You can't have a gun, DE, because that'll get you killed. I'm gonna do it anyway, and then he Bang. gets killed. You're killed. Right, yeah. but like he does nothing. Whenever I was thinking of this movie, and like they were setting up that he was sneaking in the gun as like an undercover prisoner. Yeah, I thought that that's how like it was gonna be his fault that the plane gets taken over, but it's not. Not at all. Because the, the pilots have a take, secret gun, too. The, the plane gets taken over, just... It happens, they and then this guy comes okay. out with the gun. I'm like, this is pointless, then. And oh, it's not even 100%. like the second gun matters, either. No. I don't even know where that second gun goes. Dave Chappelle has it, and he gets dropped off the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wow. Let's just set up all these hooks, and then never go anywhere so with them. So Ving Rhames and John Malkovich are in their own... Special little cages, like chicken coops, inside of the plane, the prison plane. Everybody else is, like, in a metal seat, which is Bentro, like, pews. Right, and they got, like, they the manacles. The, and the anklets. Yeah. And, uh, but John Cusack and Bing Rames are in these little cages, and they've, they have a little sneaky plan. What they've done is inserted needles into one of the worst places I can think to do it. Your palm. Yeah, like, in the wrist. Yeah. Thick needles. These are tacks. Not a good idea. These are wall tacks. Why would you not put it in some, the other like, part of their plan was some, was Dave Chappelle's character like in lighting a dude oh, on okay. fire? Wait, wait, wait. He how do you do this? He had something in the back of his throat, like it was like a thing it was of tied to a tooth problem. Yeah, it was match. like in his cheek or like and something here. And it was like he a little container out. that had a little bit of like gasoline or, or kerosene or, or whatever. some some propellant. And he, he puts it on the guy next to him. Like, hey, hey, if this turns out, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you come out of this okay, don't hold a grudge or something. That's what he says. Sorry, man. You like me on fire? I'm going to hold a grudge. You know, I don't care what the circumstances are. Just as well are. as this. Lighting the floor on fire. That's just as scary on a plane. <laughs> no, but I like how he's like, oh my god, this guy spontaneously combust. <laughs> and it works. It did. <laughs> Dave Chappelle has a lot of and jokes they, in this they, and some of they them They take land. him out of his seat. Oh, yeah. At this point, they John didn't just Malkovich... They did not get a fire extinguisher. Well, because he also lockpicked his handcuffs. John Malkovich and Big Rames have also lockpicked their handcuffs at this point. And when Dave Chappelle gets taken to the back of the plane, we're introduced to the character who's in uh, one of our classic episodes we're going to redo, uh, Total Recall. And she's the one who meets Arnold at the cantina on Mars. Sorry, what's the actress's name? Um, but either way, she's she's been on them with Rachel Ticotin. She's been with them since the bus ride, and then she got on the plane with them. Mm-hmm. She and was she's a constant a character throughout almost the entire she movie. She was constantly she being nothing. threatened to get raped by Danny Trejo. Which, I got to admit, I did not recognize her as Danny Trejo when for I first saw it. Yeah. For a while. Until I looked it up on IMDb. <laughs> But I would have later when he made like certain grimaces and stuff. Right, you gotta catch it from the right angle, and you're like, oh yeah, that's no, he was just so baby faced and like shaved in this. <laughs> I guess I'm used to seeing him with like the handlebar yeah. all the way down to the goatee. Uh, but yeah, she uh, she goes to the back of the plane with Dave Chappelle, and he grabs the keys off her belt and hands them to John Malkovich. He gets out, he lets Ving Rams out. They get a gun. They go crazy. Where did they get that up. gun? The first DEA agent when they're setting him free. No, it's the uh, pilot. Oh, oh you're yeah, the right. pilots have the a gun. Yeah. Yeah. They hear shit go, and they're like, get the gun and go back there with all those hard They have, like, their secret gun chest. 
Yeah, you should go. You should open up the security. It immediately lock. Yeah. goes badly. Open He's up like, the security I'm going to open up the Leave security door. Go out there. Like the second he walks out the door, John Malkovich wraps up the gun with his. He doesn't even go out there. He sticks his arm out with the gun. Before oh, and that he sees random what's out. that random uh, dude gets blown through the chest. You yeah. thought it was Nicolas Cage for a second. <laughs> There's okay from the start. We were really quick into this movie and the shit starts going down in the plane and there's squibs blowing up and I'm down. Yeah, this is a squib fest. Because, no, it's also, at this point, it's like a closed room, high tension action scene and it's like all industrial metal. It's a total sci-fi movie. Everybody's getting like captured in this, taken hostage in this like fuselage. And it's not just a bunch of big personalities. Oh, yeah. I'm an arsonist. I'm a drug dealer i'm a anarchist i'm a <laughs> uh, oh there's that i'm a, I'm a white supremacist white who supremacist, gets tagged yeah. and begged because he like spits on someone oh <laughs> uh but yeah you're like i don't normally agree with <laughs> cops but that guy is a nazi <laughs> put the duct tape on put the spit bag on yeah <laughs> shove him off the plane <laughs> and at this point i'm down this is a really fun action movie, and it's it's kicking it off with a bang. Yeah, it takes no time. Well, it like does take some time. Fifteen. There's even a, there's a fight in the first scene where he as soon somebody. as you're on the plane, though, like the minute yeah. you're on the plane, it's like boom, it's Con Air time. <laughs> yeah, three minutes in, welcome to Con Air. Exactly. Three people. Hey, you know what like this reminds me of? It looked like this movie was made with commercial breaks in mind. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of yeah. moments that you were see like... Anything, it's like, oh, no! It's Jerry it's like Bruckheimer. He makes, like, Law and Order and shit <laughs> or whatever. No, all those NCIS or something. He makes something on TV that's just like this. But, uh, you know what this reminded me of? Was the Community episode where they get in the KFC. Oh, I just watched that episode. So good. It's good. But it's one of those closed room airplane spaceship episodes. <laughs> and it almost stays there for a long, long time. But... We get some landings. Uh, Very surprising. First of all, There's they're not going as fast as they think they are. No, they first they pick up. This is where they go. They pick, pick up, up more, more criminals. criminals. Oh, you're right. They, they finish go to the out desert. his crew. Yeah, because they don't have a pilot, and he gets the big guy. Who's it's the all a complicated. They arrange to they get, get the, more, even more competent criminals. John Malkovich sires the virus. The cautious person. The what? They get the they get the one person. Uh, the pilot, the, for sure. The pilot, and they get the the one who has like the connections to the cartel. Yeah, of course. And they're going to take it from... And they all disguise themselves as like agents, so when they land, they communicate with the cops, and they're and like... And it's like a dust... Like a and most dust of, this is where on. most of them get off, and Nick Cage could have got off. He would have been bound and gagged and like disguised, so they would have taken him to another prison, but as soon as they found that out, he would have been set free. Instead, but he didn't want his, his friend, friend to die. His friend, his and he also didn't want to leave that. He needs his insulin. Well, his lady cellmate. Cop. It's not just his friend; it's his cellmate. Yeah, and also the air marshal. Uh, she is in great peril yeah. because now there are more. He's the only one that's. On. He's the only one that's talked her off out of like talked them into. He's not been talking her. a lot out of violence. Yeah. He's like he does a lot. Do when the DEA agent comes, he tries to talk everybody out of violence, but one guy's just like. Peekaboo! It pops up to the side of the DE agent, gets shot in the head, and I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? And then the DE agent's dead. And yeah. it's like, well, that did no good. And somebody's like, well, that did no good, Nick Cage. <laughs> you fucked up. 
But John Malkovich. Well, it kind of, it kind of made it seem like him. it kind of made it seem like he was working with them, like he was a distraction for the yeah. I know it definitely gained him criminal points, but it was unintentional. They pick up a lot of criminal the points. The second crew of criminals and it's John Malkovich's gang, and now do you think that they accepted him airport, as a criminal because he had that long hair? Or why didn't that immediately tip them off that he was, like, some kind of undercover? He's like, hey, how come you got to keep your long hair? I don't think he was undercover. The DEA agent No, but I'm saying, like, them to him. Like, why did they trust him? Because he helped them once. Yeah. There were a lot of... I was waiting for the... the, John Malkovich is, like, played as a genius, but he's really a dope. They're all played as, like, geniuses. I know, and it's strange. They all have, like, these 90s monologues that are, like... They're very quippy. Did you know denim was once made inside a factory where this happened and that's who your mother is? And it's just like, shut the fuck up, 90s movie. (laughs) It's like your friend that you get high with and doesn't just put on cool videos, but just starts lecturing you on, like, something your friend did that you should know about that's real drama. (laughs) There was a lot of in-your-face, like, did you know that once there was an ironic thing that Oh, happened? yeah, like, like a lot of them were being like, what if we're all monsters? <laughs> like, that kind of shit. <laughs> like, there were so many times where Steve Buscemi was saying stuff like that, and then he'd talk about how he wore a, wore a little girl's head across three states. As and whenever he was talking, the camera just got darker oh my God. and darker and darker. <laughs> Then we fan back to Nick Cage, and it's, like, bright and happy. I could not believe he was, like, in a movie with Nick Cage and John Malkovich. He was the one that was, like, Steve Buscemi, this, you mean. Yeah, Steve Buscemi was the one eating up the, the most scenery. Out-crazying like, like, he, was, he was out-crazying John Malkovich and Nicolas Cage. That's... Unprecedented. That's, yeah, it's that wonderful. Something. That's good. Good job. He gets pulled out and he's in the fucking chair like Hannibal Lecter with the mask and everything. You know they wanted to get... Oh my god. Fucking Anthony Hopkins for that part. They have to do some kind of set piece to top the other like seven master criminals. No, the other 17 master criminals at this point. (laughs) While they're in this airbase getting the other prisoners, Dave Chappelle goes off. He's known as Pinball. He takes the airplane tracker with him, and at first we thought this was Bob, and he puts it on Uncle Bob's private tour plane, and we're like, oh shit, he's going to distract the FAA by blowing up some tourist plane. No, it was like their transmitter. Exactly. They don't know where the plane's going. So uh, they take off again, and they're going, they're looping around to a secret hidden location. I would have loved if the movie kept up with what he did the first two times, and he's like, alright, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take over this airplane, and we're just gonna go around the world with this airplane and bust other prisoners out oh, of prison. Oh, that'd be great. That's the end. Yes. Con <laughs> world. They, they do all those criminal intros, but over the course of, like, nine breakups. <laughs> We gotta hit this one, this one, this one. Here's Jeffrey Dahmer. It's the opposite of The Expendables, right? (laughs) Yes. I haven't seen The Expendables. I haven't either. either. Whoa. (laughs) One of us has got to see The Expendables. And The Expendables. Or we need a guest. That's him. (laughs) Do you know any boomers? (laughs) This movie was nominated for an Oscar. This movie? This movie. For... Best sound. What beat? What oh, beat okay. it that year? Well, it was best sound. Best sound. So no okay. fuck knows. <laughs> uh, 
But no, it's that's a respectable category for sure. Mm-hmm. Sound is amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, they land in a secret airport, but the DEA has gotten attack helicopters. And they're coming for him. They go and hunt down Uncle Bob. <laughs> He's giving a tour to all these old ladies. Sound definitely makes it to, like... The sound category definitely makes it to, like, the main stage of the Oscars. It's not, like, one of those ones that they read not televised. No, I'm not... I'm, <laughs> not, yeah, no, I'm not disparaging sound. No, I'm not either. I'm saying it definitely gets on, like, it's on the main stage. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not one of those... Oh, I mean, it's the afterward mention It's not ones. one of those bullshit categories that they don't even air. You know I'm an audiophile. Like... I'll sacrifice video quality for sound quality sometimes. Like, when I had my monitor hooked up to different sources, I had to choose one or the other, and it was, like, oh, sound every time. It makes sense. It's like, it's a movie on a loud thing. Oh, oh it is a loud movie. movie. Oh, my God. There's, like, a 15-minute okay. plane crash. You know how <laughs> most times we turn on closed captions because we're saying shit and it's like a quiet movie. Mm-hmm. I had to turn on closed captions on this one to hear shit over the explosions. Yeah. That's the first time. That's I why everyone was yelling. Yeah, Josh, yeah, you said this was the first for you. Planes. This was no. This movie was the first for you, in which it was like tearing you apart. You're like, yeah, I was very torn. The whole because I'm a huge of dumb turn your brain of action movies, but there's so many plot holes. And the premise was so stupid that, like, I don't... They, they explain too yeah. much. Like, just there's no plot holes just in other movies. Just put me on... No, I'm not saying there aren't. Like, those movies just tell me to shut up and sit down immediately. This movie it took did, too much time. It yanked at your heartstrings. Start little, me on the confusing. plane. Yeah. Or start me loading Don't give me 20 minutes of bullshit. Yeah, we already talked about that. I think it would have been a way better movie if they had changed Nicolas Cage character. Or just the intro. Yeah, tell us about this event that happened. Don't show Wait, us. Wait, you're asking us to tell, not show? In this case, yeah, because it's so unbelievable. Just get it over with. Just do a like Nick Cage monologue while he's getting playing. It's like, I was put in jail because of dumb bullshit reasons. <laughs> and then just That's better. <laughs> right there. <laughs> That's a better explanation. <clears throat> uh, or if they wanted to keep him a good guy, why not just frame him for something like... Yeah, have somebody in the military be like, he did this. Yeah, that's, that's a step you could take. More believable. The way that they did it just made no sense. Yeah. And I told you I was going to talk about well, that. So it'd, be like, it'd be like, it's it'd, like, it'd be like you if you leaving? got sentenced to... Like, if that happened in real life, he would be, like, on the news for being a hero. Yeah. Not in prison. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> It's so weird. How the, this is kind of a sci-fi movie for the first, like, two-thirds. What's the tagline? Oh, my God. There's a couple taglines, but the first but one I saw... You know the one I mean, the sci-fi Yeah, one. the first one I saw was, they were dangerous on the ground, now they have wings. <laughs> that makes me think of, like, spiders can fly. Yeah, <laughs> right. coming to a theater near you. Yeah, it's like... It's like, oh, here it's Piranhas 3D, but now they can fly. Oh, did you watch Piranhas 3D? <laughs> That's a fun fucking movie. That's Paul Shear's yeah, movie. I haven't seen it. That's fun. It's a, it's a good one. They do fly a little bit. Sharknado made them fly, but those are bad movies. <laughs> like, bad, bad movies. Have you seen any of those? Have you seen Sharktopus? No. I mean, we could start naming things that are sold at the gas station for $2 all night. 
They're like shark or shark lobster now, probably. <laughs> no, I haven't seen Sharktopus. I have. I'm not gonna put it on the list. It's Whoa, it's that bad? It's just not It's just bland. Yeah. Okay. Um so I like these thin attack helicopters. Oh my god, yeah. I want to fly one of those. And he's like, sh- like they go and they, it's the Bob's tours or whatever. Uncle Bob's, yeah. They get ready to blow them out of the sky, like abort, right over abort, they abort. get. <laughs> you get to see like these old ladies with their faces pressed against these windows. Uh, you know what? You could have just left the green screen in all of these shots and I would have been okay with it. I know it's an action movie. I get what's going on. <laughs> They're so cheesy. The sky kept changing colors throughout this whole movie. He <laughs> hadn't perfected his palette yet. Now you can download plugins for like all the uh, film editing things on your computer that give it that Hollywood look. Mm-hmm. That's uh, oh, secrets of editing. It's like cyan and gold. They hadn't nailed that yet in '97. So the sky and the pools, like when you see Buscemi later, there's all this bright, oversaturated cyan, and then everybody's face looks a little too orange. Uh-huh. They hadn't realized you can put orange lights in this. But uh, yeah, weird color grading. I, Plus it might not have been digital at that point. It was not. The first digital movie was um, Robert Rodriguez, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, like full digital. But they were working with weird color effects in the 90s, for sure. For sure. Like, David Fincher was making everything blues and greens and yeah. golds. Michael Bay was... I'm just saying, it wasn't as easy. No, no. And if you look at... Or this wasn't... Goddamn Michael Bay. Michael Bay was doing it better. Like, if you look at his music videos where he did, like, Puff Daddy and Biggie Smalls, there's helicopters, there's boats, there's car chases in right. reverse, but it's all that beautiful, like, L.A. gold sunset and, like... That cyan, that blue. Like, yeah. Like, we're looking at the screen right now. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's the Hollywood look. Because we have, like, screensavers on the screen while we record. Right. And it's a picture and of... We know that you can all see this right now. Just, just look up the Hollywood look. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're saying Jerry Bruckheimer without Michael Bay's help. <laughs> hadn't perfected the, the look yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that scene where the plane is in the desert crashed, and, like, John Malkovich is on top of it, and the sky's green behind him, oh like a swamp. Oh my god. And then it cuts to fucking Nick Cage on the ground, and the sky's white. Like, normal. Blue and white. And then it cuts back, and it's, like, a sapphire. That scene was nuts. I couldn't tell, like, what was happening. Like, Nicolas Cage had a gun, he walked into that room, and then it looked like he was cooking breakfast. Wow. And then he had like a yeah. plate of beans and eggs and toast. I'm he like, just where gets the off fuck the plane. did that come from? So the second time Half the of the convicts just start going all over the place. Nobody seems to care. So the second time the convicts... That guy out. seems to run off from the other plane that they almost hit. Yeah, hope, hope Which you like that sand. Was, that was cool, that little bunny hop they did. Yes. To <laughs> dodge him. Was, was, that was a good maneuver. Good special effects, um, no doubt. Um... But then he, like, ran off, and they were like, oh, it's cool, we don't need to kill him, he's got nowhere to go. But then, like, seconds later, Steve Buscemi finds a little girl in a trailer park. Like, on the other side of the Like, literally, within walking to... What? Also, Nick Cage finds an old man under a car. Yeah. But, okay, I want to say the second time they land here is at the Boneyard. Also, a.k.a. Con Airport. Is this whenever the cops start looking at, uh... 
They look at the map. They saw the body. Cyrus, Cyrus the virus's uh, his cell, his, his mega cell. cell. Yeah. Where he's replaced one of the bricks and somehow painted it perfectly to match it the rest amazing, of the room. It looks amazing, right? How the fuck? <laughs> you give me a while and I have to take and do paint swatches to match your wall. Uh, he did it in prison. But he's got all the schematics of the plane. He's got a diary. The he's got a close-up. A close-up of the anarchist cookbook. <laughs> That's how you know he's crazy and... <laughs> You could download the Anarchist Cookbook, which I did in 1997, and it was just like, hey, here's how to send postage during wartime because you don't want to pay war taxes. <laughs> it's like, here's how to be a rebel. Not, here's how to break out of prison, capture the most secure fucking plane on the planet, and then other than Air Force make One. Make another breakout at a different location. And that's all you're finding in another desert location to meet up with your like cartel associates. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, Nick Cage gets separated from him and meets up with John Malkovich at this really sexy little plane. It's like black with gold and red stripes on this it. This is whenever the cartel shows up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, who are you? And he's like, don't worry about it. And the guy's like, Oh, this is I'll like the little moment where uh, John Cusack saves Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Because the cartel, like, why shouldn't we kill you? Oh, no, there's not any good acting in this. Nick Cage is just like, if you kill me, there'll be like 20 prisoners over here who will be real mad. Yeah, man, if you kill me. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll sound like that. So he puts on a silencer and he points that <laughs> oh, at him shit. and he's just like, fuck. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Uh, John Cusack's then like, freeze, air marshal, put your hands up. You're bad guys, and this is a citizen's arrest. <laughs> He's an air marshal, he doesn't have to make a citizen's arrest. He's so nerdy, and he doesn't do shit, because Nick Cage, like, grabs the gun, breaks the elbow, you hear all these bone crunches. He takes out three guys, shoots this one guy, and you're like, oh, that's 24 more years added to his sentence. Is this before or after he kills the guy who tries to take the bunny from his... This is after. Yeah. Yeah. So he's already killed a guy. Oh. One of the other criminals. He's at 50 years now. Oh, yeah, because the criminal... One of the other guys is like, I don't trust this other convict. He finds his letter. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's who he says he is. And so he, like, finds out that he's a free man and that he's, like... You're out on parole. He's got no reason to be here. He shoves him into a spike. I mean, they get in a crouch fight, a squat fight. <laughs> squat yeah. fight. In the belly of a plane. And somehow a pipe gets It reminds loose. me of that, that fight with Jackie Chan where they fight underneath the train. Yeah. In Drunken Master. Yep. Where it's very squat. But it's not near as good as choreography. Oh, no. No. The cuts, they're terrible. Nick Cage pushes him into a pipe, and we're just like, oh, shit, that's 25 more years added to a sentence. Nobody checks for, like, three hours. No. And then whenever they find him, they just ignore yeah, he's it. he's dead. And they're like, oh, that guy's dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> him and Ving Reams go down there to find Dave Chappelle. Uh, and he, he like, Who got left behind, but then, like, got picked up by the... Engine. By the, by the landing gear. Your landing gear, yeah, yeah. And was like... Squashed. Squashed. And it's like, oh, he got more of a paycheck because he was on screen for 30 more minutes. And then he has the joke where he gets dropped on those old people's car. It causes a huge wreck. Yeah. Like, that was a... What was the budget for this? Because it must have been extravagant. They had car crashes, they had plane shit, and... 
once it blew up a lot of stuff. Once they get the Con Air, seventy-five million. What is that inflated from nineteen ninety-seven? I mean, there's calculated. You just Google it, like uh, inflation calculator. Um, once they get so they're digging with shovels, all of them, to get Con Air out of the desert. They're pulling it with ropes. They've got tractors, and here come all the agents in cars. But not for like ten minutes. They got time to set the explosives in a kill box. Well, you know what they find under Con Air? That the cache weapons of weapons cache. we were talking about. Because nothing better to keep on a prison plane than shotguns, assault rifles, and grenade launchers. <laughs> so they set up, yeah, just a kill box. All these cops come into it. They have open propane tanks that are leaking gas. It's really Mad Max at this point in the boneyard. I thought the movie was going to end here. Yeah. Well, like, I they're not getting back in this plane. I thought the movie was going to end several times. Yeah. It does it just, not. Every time it think, you think it's going to end, it keeps going. And that stays true for quite a while. Because they pull Conair out of the dirt. They get back into it. They take off. Right? That's he tries to tie the... Main character tries to tie the rope until like a pillar. One of the associates takes the cartel plane, and here's where we're like, oh shit, John Cusack was going to kill everyone because no one else fit in that plane. Yeah, it was a very small plane. Uh, John Cusack lowers... Oh, I'm, John Malkovich was going to kill everyone because John Cusack, he lowers a, pl- a crane to stop a plane and it tears the tail section off of it. And the guy's like, oh, I was just coming back to pick you up. Just under two billion. Whoa. That's a huge inflation. How much did it make? Oh, wait, it's 1914. Oh, no, no, no. Why did it jump to 1914? I was like, whoa, that's more than Avatar. (laughs) Which has, did you hear it has sequels coming out every four years? Oh, did you know? (laughs) Okay, okay. I googled 97, why did it do Oh, you just have to find an inflation calculator and then go to the, yeah. So they get the plane in the air. Yeah. And, and that's when the bad guy starts getting wise. Million. That's a lot of money. $121 million. Okay. He's like, wait a minute. There's been a lot of problems with our con... Er, we're getting conned. <laughs> but I just saved my best friend. And he's like, no, I'm turning myself in in your place. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> Shoots him in the stomach and he's like, that's what's witty. Yeah. <laughs> John Malkovich... <laughs> Oh, uh, all the Wasn't rants and clever? monologues they give people in this movie. Really bad. What was that one line he has where he's like, they were talking about Don't killing shoot cops. Don't funny. He was like, the, uh, Bing Rames wanted to kill the cops, yeah. and Nicholas Cage talked him out of it, and then uh, there was like a line where John Malkovich was like, well, my proclivities to kill the were well... <laughs> Known and reviled throughout this, like just some like long ass line that was like a paragraph to say one sentiment. I remember that, yeah. Oh my god! <sighs> and you know they let the camera roll for all these. Stars. That was not in the script. No, he. I don't. That. I'm starting to think there wasn't a script. Because <laughs> somebody calls Nick Cage trailer trash, and I was just like, oh, he improved that. Um, we do like to go to the parents' guide on IMDb just to know what we're getting into. There are 39 violence and gore references. And you know what? Under sex and nudity, one of them is a man cross-dresses as a woman. You can cross that right out. (laughs) She just wanted to be comfortable and was not in prison garb. Uh, two of them mentioned Johnny 
twenty the number twenty three. Yeah. Which is a former episode of ours. I'm not gonna go through. Do you wanna know how much it made? Yeah. Twenty one million. Opening weekend? Yeah. Twenty four million. Whoa, I got close. Gross a hundred and one million. Worldwide gross two hundred twenty four million. It cost seventy five. So it made money? Yeah. Uh this was on TV a lot also. TNT, TNN, whatever was the action cable movie station back in the day. Here's a Jenny Trejo trivia. Yes? He's the most killed actor on screen. That's cool. He hasn't been in Game of Thrones, though. But he's... <laughs> Sean Bean and him... Well, how many times has Sean Bean been killed? <laughs> Not as much as Danny Trejo. Whoa, we need to start that. <laughs> Hashtag Danny Trejo wins over Sean Bean. <laughs> Over being murdered, he gets murdered the most. In film. So after they get the plane back in the air, they're like, we're taking it down. We don't have any more fuel. We've set it down, taken off three times now. We forgot planes take fuel. We're going to land it in Vegas. Well, the plane gets shot up a bunch by the... the Attack choppers. Yeah. Everybody's on the track. We're at... Look, there was that on one scene where, like, a there piece of desert. shrapnel barely missed John Malkovich, and I thought that was foreshadowing to him getting taken out by shrapnel. That would have been nice. And then there was another scene where shrapnel came by. I'm like, oh, this is where it's going to get him, because there's that foreshadowing, but he just, like, steps out of the way. And no, he gets his it. head crushed. John Malkovich <laughs> is a cat. He has nine fucking <laughs> lives in the end of this movie. They get to Cyrus. Vegas. Cyrus the virus. Why is he the virus? <laughs> We don't get any explanation. He incited, like, three prison riots. Okay, but why is he in prison? Like, everybody else has a backstory except John Malkovich. I'm sure he was, like, an arms dealer or some shit. A bioweapons manufacturer? He seemed like... Like, he he seemed like a literal supervillain. He was an evil scientist, for sure. Like you said, when they... He built a bomb in prison and then hit it perfectly... In a lunchbox. In a lunchbox. Like Fallout 3 shit. It said, do not open. It planned all of this shit. How did he get schematics to a plane while he was in prison? The internet? <laughs> he hides a lunchbox. John Malkovich says, don't touch anything. He leaves the room. The agents find a lunchbox that says, do not open. I'm gonna open this. In don't tell me what to do. Is one of these fucking... Movie bombs where there's like different vials of bubbling red and blue and green liquid that once you open it start mixing. Yeah, and we once see the green meets the red, fireball <laughs> encompass first the room and then the hallway. John Cusack has been running down and the doors torn off the hinges and flies and barely doesn't. They like to barely miss people with shrapnel. In this a movie. lot, a lot in this. So they land in the Vegas Strip. Which takes a half hour for this plane oh to stop. Oh my god, Danny Trail loses his arm. <laughs> and dies, apparently. There's several casinos. He must have just died, because he never was mentioned again. That's something I think is a cut scene. And you know what? I'm often for director's cuts of movies. I was just talking about this earlier. Like, Alien 3. Sometimes. Better than, with the director's cut. Sometimes. Blade Runner? Movies are long enough as they are already. <sighs> okay, I'm talking about, like good movies I want to watch a longer version sure. of. They just added the final cut of Blade Runner to Netflix. It's a good version. There are some director's cuts that are much better than the theatrical cut. Would you want to watch... Brazil. Why would you ever want to watch a 90-minute version of Brazil? The director's cut explains it. Yeah. Would I want to watch what? 
Uh, I, I was gonna say, would you would you want to watch the Ghostbusters cut that uh, that was only that only had uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd in charge? Which <laughs> Dan which... Aykroyd cut of Ghostbusters? Ooh, would yes. you watch that? Yes, it'd be it would be six hours long. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm for nothing but trouble. Like, oh god. <laughs> I've watched the Dan Aykroyd UFO documentary oh, that God. he made in his house. Yeah, you could, you could do that. Thing. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> no, I'm saying some movies benefit from it. This is one I don't care about watching the director's cut for at all because it makes you don't want to see more. Oh, I bet there's three more hours of intro and backstory, <laughs> and then at the end, Danny Trejo goes on a killing spree and gets a mechanical arm. <laughs> he the uh, the bunny survives. It yeah, almost, it almost goes into the gutter, but he catches it. Okay, let's talk about that. Yeah. So the plane crashed on the strip in a casino. They do a millions of people a die. Fire engine oh my chase. god! So many people like die. Five miles away from oh, yeah. the plane crash. Once they're and the bunny of... happens to go on a gutter five miles to where he picks it up. Fuck you, movie. Once they're out of the plane, they get in a car race. Yeah. That's a little underwhelming. No, not just a car race. They steal a fire truck. Okay. And motorcycles with guns. You're right. The classic. He's blasting those cops off the motorcycles with a fire hose. It's the classic story structure where you build to a climax and you can't end there. You have to come down. Yeah, you know that classic structure where you build it up, 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 down, and then up not quite as much and then down again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's called the Bruckheimer method. And it has to have motorcycles, fire trucks, police cars, helicopters, attack helicopters, planes. You cut out that whole fire car okay fire truck chase. Totally. Oh, okay. I would have loved it, because yeah. it would have made this movie shorter. Yep. And that's the one like my big strike against this movie is that it's long. You cut out the beginning and that scene and you're golden. Uh so John Malkovich, he ties him to the top of the ladder and raises it on a fire truck, like crucifying him almost, drives him through. Like a skywalk with a casino in the Vegas of money rains from the sky. Yeah. And, and then he falls onto a bunch of power lines, gets like electrocuted, and then winds up in the Terminator. Yeah. And he's in an industrial yard where there's a hammer crushing steel. And it's like, no one's working. This is machine and has a kill switch because a conveyor belt. Or Looney he Tunes like move his head out of the way. He had been electrocuted and smashed through a skywalk. I this understand This guy should have that. died like five times over. Like I said, a cat. Yeah. Nine lives. Because what were they pressing, first of all? And then he's there and it's like itchy and scratchy. Yeah. He just gets his head stamped in and his foot twitches and you're like... Oh, I guess he's finally dead now. Yeah. He's definitely not coming back. Nick Cage picks up the bunny. Pennywise doesn't get it. Oh, and then there was... uh, So Steve Buscemi's character, like we said, like whenever they were in the boneyard or whatever, he... boneyard. Hones in on the nearest little girl. Yeah. Um, But he doesn't kill her. She sings to him. Yeah. Yeah, she sings to. They have like a Barbie and Ken. There's like a there's like a big build up of tension on like, ooh, what's he gonna do to this little girl? Absolutely nothing. The plane flies away and we see her. Doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then the end of this movie, like the cliffhanger, we get a stinger. The stinger is 
someone's gambling. They're like, ooh, hot roller, hot roller, he's up next. Lots of money. Lots of money, and it's Steve Buscemi's character playing craps, and he's, like, getting handed a drink. Cool. I'm like, oh, cool, hey, everybody, Hannibal Lecter's got a happy ending. It's okay, you reformed. Hannibal never killed kids. <laughs> he shared his brains with kids yeah. at the end of that movie. He killed adults. This guy's worse than Hannibal this Lecter. This guy's worse than Hannibal Lecter. And we're supposed to be like, oh, 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 oh. oh isn't that funny? <laughs> Nick Cage meets up with his wife and daughter, and he's like, hey, I got this stupid thing for you, and hey, why don't you take that stupid thing from your daddy? Everybody's Southern, and it's bad Southern. Mm-hmm. It's like a lazy fake, Southern. Fake accent. It was like Keanu Reeves in uh, Devil's Advocate Southern Day. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Devil went down to Georgia. Oh man, there was one good Dave Chappelle joke in this. Where uh, yeah, there was one good the, Dave Chappelle joke. The, the, Just one. The DEA agent pulls out his gun and takes him hostage. He's like, "I'm DEA, motherfucker. Do you know what that means?" He's like, "Yeah, it means you're the most corrupt motherfucker in here." <laughs> so John Malkovich calls Dave Chappelle a crackhead. Yeah. And later, Dave Chappelle turns that into a character. <laughs> Nick Cage plays a character named Poe. Yeah. And later, John Cusack turns that into a character. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is... Everybody became famous out of this movie. Like, oh, they yeah. were all kind of famous before, but kinda. like... Kinda. Everybody, there's them. so many people in this Ving movie Rames. that are famous now. Well, he's, now. he's deceased, yeah. sadly. But he... But yeah. he was in Tarantino. Well, he was propelled to start him because of this. He was in Tarantino before this in 94, yeah. but then, like, The Green Mile and Sin City and everything yeah. after. And, I mean, Sin City's terrible looking back, but at the time, holy shit, yeah. that was fun to watch in theaters. It was. Um, what'd you think, Josh? Uh, was it dumb enough in the right ways? This is it... the best, worst action movie I've seen. Okay. I don't know if I recommend it. What's the difference? I would rather watch any other action movie that I have seen. That's a, that's my question. Like to me, like so you're like. What do you think about you, like they live? You are you are you are into like that's the plot holes movie. on this, and that's what prevents you from. Like you couldn't suspend your disbelief, right? That that's what gets you on this movie. Not start just really. That was it. certainly part of it. Like it really takes the oomph out of me, but also like the main character is shitty. Like, he's a boring, one-note character with no good line. Okay. He doesn't do But you love Fast and the Furious, right? Yeah. And Vin Diesel's character is also bland, boring, and does nothing. But he does stuff constantly. Like, that's... Vin Diesel loses his temper in those movies. Yeah, but he's so dimensional This main character did nothing. Like, he didn't get in any fights. He barely killed anyone. (laughs) Like, he was just talking the whole time. Okay. Like that's supposed to be cool. Well, at the end of the movie, he, the end of the movie, he like we, like whenever he was showing his friend, he's like, "Oh, I'll show you that there is a god," and he gets shot in the arm and continues on and punches. That was cool. That, that was, was the only cool the best thing. cool action part. That um, was something happening to him. That wasn't Josh has a point that he doesn't quite know because he hasn't seen many Nicolas Cage movies. He didn't go full Nicolas Cage. No, he did not go Nic- full Nicolas Cage. It was a good. This is a muted Nicolas Cage. It was a good performance by. Everyone, but he, has he those was two very modes. restrained. He has those two modes. He has full Nicolas Cage, where he's going batshit crazy, or sleepy Nicolas Cage, this, where he looks like he's. There like, was a lot going on for him. This was a movie that should have been batshit Nicolas Cage, because there was like that time. 
I just can't get over how nonchalantly he was running away from an explosion in the gas station. Like I said, you could just leave in the green screens and put the word explosion behind him and I'd believe it just as much. (laughs) You're like, did he just make eggs? (laughs) Uh, It was a good action movie, but it, it was long. Yeah, it's too long. And we've already talked about how the beginning could have been better, his character could have been better. Um... I don't think it was straightforward enough, honestly. Like, most... It's like, there's a virus, stop the virus, bad guy. Or, this was the virus. Like, Cyrus the virus. Well, yeah, but there was... The problem is, like, every bad movie was a criminal. I don't know. So it's not like, Was their know, plan was just to escape somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Their plan was to escape, but the problem... It's everyone is a criminal, so I expected, like, something weird to happen every yeah. five seconds. Like, is this guy gonna turn... This guy, are they really just gonna get... A, Hey, like, what's going on? Oh, there's more criminals. Okay, this guy eats babies. Is he going to eat a baby? Like, is he going to turn on the other? Well, no, none of that happens. Next it was a lot of setup of, like, ooh, like, this guy's, this guy's yeah. real, this guy's so real bad. This guy's real bad. And like, it's like, fa- ooh, here's the bad thing that he does. Is he going to do it? No. So is that... Yeah. <laughs> in, in a fast and We're still on your list like, of you know, a, a long, long setup and then a payoff. Or when you... Or, are we on your list of they should have gotten out? <laughs> no. You really should have got off this plane when you had the chance. That's how you can apply most, a lot of movies you can say that too. You should have gotten out. There's a lot <laughs> of happened movies. happened to Get Out as well, that's recent that we saw. That's what I'm saying. You could have gotten out like five times. Oh, that's your theme? Yeah. You should have gotten out. Yeah. Movies where they should have gotten out. Yeah, and I'm just saying <laughs> you can apply that to a lot of yeah. movies. Uh, I know we talk about themes and lists, but then we release these episodes totally at random. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's our lore. We're building it up over time. The true diehard fans will be like, oh, the pieces are connected. Yeah, yeah, they'll have like, together. Big, yeah, they'll have like our episodes up on a cork board with a red. They'll have different. You can have sport. different canon. You can listen to it in the order we released it or the order we recorded it. Well, that will Oh, that'll take so long <laughs> <laughs> to like find all the episodes. Oh, you'll have to go on the message boards to find that. R slash fap check. <laughs> we do not have that. <laughs> uh, would you recommend this movie, Josh? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. There are a lot of other good, dumb action movies. I don't think this one does anything special. This is a great movie to fall asleep to. Yeah. Sure. I would say that this is a good movie to... Yeah. Like, I know there's But explosions. you fall asleep before anything happens. Turn it down. Like, it depends on how long it takes you to this fall asleep. This is like a good af- lazy afternoon, Sunday uh, afternoon movie. Maybe. I don't think so. I can't pay attention to it. I think this has to be on while you're doing something else. That's right. Like, you're doing your your chores or whatever okay. on Sunday. Don't like, say that, then they won't listen to our podcast. <laughs> if we don't recommend the movie? No, no I tell them to do this while they're doing something yeah, else. Yeah, this like laundry time is when you're supposed to listen to podcasts, not watch movies. Oh, okay. well, there's certain chores I can't listen to podcasts because they're loud. Like washing dishes, I'll put like a video on. Or this would be a great washing dishes movie. <laughs> that should be the tagline. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't say I'd recommend it either, just because he doesn't go full Nick Cage. There's so many. Perf- Performances, yeah, but they're not their best performances. I would say definitely check out our other episode, Total Recall, for the Sky Marshal in a better performance. 
And that's about it. We have never touched Steve Buscemi, John so Malkovich, John Cusack, Nick Cage even, Bing Rames. None of these guys. Mm-hmm. They're all brand new to the show. Welcome. That's exciting. There's so many more movies I haven't seen. So many. Yeah. There's a lot of movies. <laughs> How have you guys seen them all? What have you done for the last, like, 30 years? I'm kind of wondering what you've been doing if you haven't been watching movies. Like, what sort of super skills do you have you haven't told us about? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like a 70-time Olympic gold medalist. (laughs) You're like a a 10th-level black belt in multiple martial arts. I'm I'm sorry I didn't have time to watch Bad Boys. I was yeah. it, it, getting a street too busy fights. climbing Mount Everest for the fifth time. <laughs> God, do you meet people like that where they just talk about like cool stuff. Like they're like, oh, I'm too good to watch TV or movies. Like I don't do that stuff. What are you doing? Like. <laughs> I do not meet too many people like But they're... I, yeah, they're out there for sure, yeah. And it's like meeting what? a person who says they don't like dogs. TV rots your brain, man. <laughs> Imagine if they listened to our podcast but didn't watch movies. They're like, this is how I want my media distilled through three losers talking about they're, it. Yeah. They're really like shell. They're like, oh, I can't... I'm not going to watch Con Air. <laughs> it's like, why? It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's not a good movie. But I've already... I've, watched, it's not good. I've listened to a podcast that took just as long... No, no, they don't, to watch. They, they don't want to talk about that. That, that would be that would be shame. Oh, that's their secret shame. Yeah. Okay. They're just like, oh, my friends told me it wasn't good. Aw. If we're your friends, we're glad to be your friends. I would love to be someone's guilty pleasure. Even if I thought yeah. you were gonna say I would love to be someone's friend. <laughs> <laughs> that too. I'm just as lonely as you, dear listener. <laughs> would you recommend Justin as a friend? <laughs> Well, you, we'll talk about that on our other podcast. Would you hang or have you hanged? Have you Valentine's Day is coming up. We could do it. Oh, <laughs> Valentine's. Valentine's Day, the, the traditional day of day friendship. friendship. Yeah, the traditional day <laughs> for of people like us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, two of us. <laughs> the secret is to find out which one you, he's talking I about. I'm single. And I don't spend Valentine's Day with my friends. <laughs> I dare ask. I cry I spend Valentine's Day watching Con Air. <laughs> and masturbate like a normal person. To Con Air. <laughs> they, something else I want to mention before we stop this pod is they... They kept bringing the wife and child. Oh my god! Yeah. In dangerous situations, I, like uh, for Close some reason in my mind, get the wife and daughter on the line. For some reason in my mind, I see the wife and daughter in the attack helicopters whenever they're trying to blow <laughs> Don't up. Don't shoot at my dad. May as well have brought them there. I'm the daughter, and I'm the plane here. just crashed in Vegas. Bring the wife and daughter. <laughs> We hear your husband Why? is on a plane. We need you to get on a helicopter right now. We need to bring you to the DEA as to ask you if he's a good guy. Ma'am, we can't just ask you on the phone. Ma'am. And in front of the daughter. Ma'am, is Why your husband a good her? guy in front of your daughter? Yeah. Would he, uh... Would he like to stay in prison? Would is he, he afraid uh, of the outside world? Would he team up with a bunch of super criminals and kill a bunch of people and take over a plane? Well, Does I mean, that sound like something that your husband would do? Given the chance, I don't see who wouldn't, sugar. She, she, didn't, she didn't really answer. She was kind of like, well, I'm sure he has his reasons. Yeah. 
Okay, good. <laughs> she that just is... says, "She just says, well, I would hope that he got calmed down by prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the movie turns into Die Hard and John Cusack's like, we have a man on the inside. Good. Oh. Interesting fact. I rented Die Hard over uh-huh. the holidays on Prime. Yeah. Carl Weathers, mm-hmm. the cop, mm-hmm. didn't mention Twinkies fucking once. That is, you see a donut in this movie. It's edited out. His Twinkie rant is taken out for some reason. Mm, Bezos, Bezos is hiding hide, hide stuff, huh? He's putting everybody on his own secret diet. He doesn't want Twinkies? I, he's got Does that mean thing. I should eat Twinkies? This movie had... Oh, yes. To fight the bourgeois. <laughs> uh, this movie featured both Snowballs, Hostess, and, and donuts. donuts. Yeah. They I love how those cop cars twice. at the end, whenever they like just turn around and get on those cop Boom. motorcycles, they're, they're, the keys are just in there. Oh, keys are in everything. <laughs> keys are in the stingray, the the DEA the fire truck left. that they steal. Keys the are yeah. he approaches the in, plane with. And, okay, I believe that. Oh, the tractor. Okay. That he Wait, oh my in. god! <laughs> Can we talk about this. He gets the syringe for his friend to give him the insulin, <laughs> but they start taking over the plane, and the cops start. So he he rides away from the explosion on a two mile an hour tractor for like five seconds. They cut to him for like five. He's just on a tractor, and then he's off of it. To be fair, though, as someone who's worked in like big construction industry, work for the keys are no. The keys are going to be in that tractor, and they're also going to be in that fire truck, Mm -hmm. and they're also going to be in any like bulldozer that we see with a plow when they're moving forward with the SWAT team. The keys are not going to be in that Stingray for that DEA agent. They're not going to be in those motorcycles no. either. Yeah. There's so much. I think he hotwired that Stingray. I don't think so. John Cusack? The nerd? Yeah, he's a nerd, right? He's got to be able to do something. Nerds can't hotwire? That's not That's not a Venn diagram. Those are balls. Clean, right? Those are not together at all. Oh, like, right. hotwiring and nerds? <laughs> I don't think those worlds cross. Okay, whatever. I, I thought he found the keys under you don't the, think there's the any visor. Car nerds? No. Like, Baby Driver tried to touch on that, and I did not like that movie. That was like a car nerd movie. <laughs> no, car what people. About Ford vs. Ferrari. Fuck that, I'm not watching that. <laughs> oh my god, that's a dad movie. A sob story about two fucking billionaires who, like, sent goons after all their workers? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Would you recommend this, Justin? Oh, uh, This is your movie. It was okay. Light recommend. Yeah. Like, it's it was that like situational. Amazing. Yeah. If you got, like, time to kill and it's on, <sighs> I hate it. to say it, but I've recently watched Face Off, and I would recommend that more. Like, it holds up a little better. That's okay. also on your list, right? It is. Okay. And the third one? On your list? Raising Arizona. Oh, that's a fun one. Do you know anything about that? No. Okay. I hope that Arizona is not a dog. We'll find out. Maybe. I mean... Probably not. It's probably a daughter or something. It's... It's the state. (laughs) That'd be great. They're setting the entire state on fire. I mean... Oh, oh, no. Raising Arizona. (laughs) Wow, because, I mean, Phoenix is built on the ashes of a former city, so names have power. Yeah. Yeah. Raising. Ooh. Okay. 
<laughs> Everyone that's in this is also in those two movies. That's your thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> the entire cast of this is in Raising Arizona. Six degrees from <laughs> One degree from Conair. <laughs> yep, Danny Trejo. <laughs> these are all movies where all of these actors are in it. Whoa, there were a secret <laughs> Hollywood gang that hung out. <laughs> The Bruckheimer the bunch. The convicts. <laughs> the convicts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Raising Arizona came before this. Yeah. And Face this is Off. This 90s. Was, Raising Arizona was 80. Face Off. I've was never like even 80. heard of Raising Arizona. And Raising oh, no? Arizona was what 80, like 87, that? I think. Well, I don't want to tell you anything about it. Well, yeah, obviously. He <sighs> probably hasn't seen any of their other films yeah. either, right? Yeah. I'll tell you my list right now. It's all Nicolas Cage movies. Okay, cool. Yeah. Are there ones where he goes full cage? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good. There are also more. Oh, means. you could put Vampire's Kiss on your list. Yeah. I could know. do that. I could do the full Nick Cage. You could do the subdued Nick Cage. But what is this? I already have like, face off on my list. Jeez. What's that? Like, what are the... These I already are all have, over the place. I already have <laughs> Vampire face movie, off face off's like a sci-fi thing. The right. Wicker Man. Ooh, Wicker Man, he goes full Nick Cage. He does go full, full Nick Cage. and face off Wicker Man. Mandy. Vampire's Kiss. Mandy. So many more, too. Uh, yeah, he's been acting for He's been in like 95 National movies. Treasure. Jeez. Yeah. I've seen National Treasure. One and two? He does not no. go full I've Nicolas Cage. I've seen them both in He theaters. does not go full Nicolas Cage in those. That's Sleepy Cage mode. Yeah, that's Sleepy Cage. <laughs> caged Cage, not Uncaged Cage. Yeah. What about Ghost Rider? Oh, that's Uncaged. I saw one in theaters. I have never seen two. <laughs> you didn't see him pissing fire? Oh, I saw that. It was in the trailer. <laughs> Before Marvel movies had any sense of dignity. I mean, not that they have much now, but... Oof. Yeah, right. <laughs> Between that... Oh, have you seen... Blade? Oh, that line no. in Whoa. this movie where he was... Uh, that guy's like, what are you staring at? He's like, oh, I was uh, just admiring your cage. <laughs> and then he pauses for meme. And looks at his <laughs> He does kind of like that look from the office where he looks at the camera. <laughs> Alright. Uh, to find our other episodes which we've referenced, you can go to podcast.com or the iTunes podcast app and look at Fact Check. Uh, this podcast is Have You Seen? Our other podcast is Amazeballs, which Josh was recently an episode guest star on. Uh, Crossing the Streams. We uh, touch on TV anthology series or TV series that are sci-fi, horror, fantasy. You know, I got to recommend this Lock and Key. Yeah. I've been watching it. I mean, like, uh, halfway through the 10-episode mark. Really fun. Uh, a lot of... Uh, it, 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 we're talking about just random TV shows you'd recommend? Yeah, because we're I'd talking about baseballs. Uh, another Netflix show? Yeah. You. I liked it. I saw that. I haven't watched it yet. Like, I saw it pop up. But Lock and Key's got, like, the comedy. It's like Harry Potter a little bit, because they're in school for yeah. some episodes, and it's like an old-timey wood school, but it's like gothic horror for some I noticed a lot of... I've only seen, like, maybe three... Two, maybe three episodes of that, and it seems like they borrow a lot of the same set pieces as was in Sabrina. Oh, okay, that makes sense, because it's... I noticed also, a lot well, of the... it's in Massachusetts. They look very similar. Okay. Uh, anything you want to recommend, Josh, that you've been watching, playing... Uh, not really. Mm -hmm. I haven't been doing a lot of extracurricular activities. Is there anything that you've done that you would recommend? Uh, other movies on this podcast. 
Oh, but you'll have that's to watch sweet. our previous episodes <laughs> to know which ones. <laughs> Spoilers, it's not many of them. Uh, Justin's doing a lot of work for the channel because work is slow, I guess. You're uploading all those YouTube videos. Yeah. Thank you. That's a help. You can check us out at FapCheck at YouTube if you want to... I mean, if that's your way to listen or stream or whatever, our recent episodes It'll are up, up there. there. Huh? I just said they'll be up there. Yeah, they'll be up there. Uh, you can also find us at... Or reach us at fapcheck at gmail.com where you can contact us for questions, concerns, comments, recommendations. Uh, I know Justin loves to read hate mail. Mm-hmm. Um, I think let's land this plane. They did not land it very Bing. gracefully. They did the first place. They did. Bing, boom. The no smoking sign will be lit for the next, what, how long do we have to have that? It's been like 80 years since you could smoke in planes. How long? Do other countries still allow smoking in planes? Yeah. <sighs> like yeah. what? What can you say? Wherever you can sneak on. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go to other countries. Because <laughs> it obviously isn't a hazard. Everybody here says it's like, oh, the oxygen, the atmosphere in the plane. You're telling me in the 50s we weren't smoking, like, fucking chimneys and planes? Bullshit. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. Cigars. Everywhere. Everywhere. You'd open those those uh, doors after you'd after a long flight, <laughs> and it'd just be like... It'd be like... Oh, yeah. Like Snoop Dogg, Solaire. Yeah. How long till we get high flights? From, like, legal state to like legal a, state? Yeah. Like a stoner... No, because they'll bullshit us. They'll be like, it's dangerous. Have an open flame. <laughs> Just doesn't care. No. I, I wouldn't want someone smoking next to me on a plane. <laughs> I wouldn't smoke on a plane. I wouldn't either. That that actually sounds very dangerous. Because it is like a pressurized cabin up yeah. in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Con Air. We did it. 